We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's the Friday before the All-Star break, and we're talking pickups, the top fantasy earners to date in 2023, and much more here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer. Todd Zola, always great speaking with you, Todd. And yeah, we are heading into the final weekend of action before the All-Star break. Uh, how are you feeling today, Todd? How are how are things uh, as we get set for the intermission here? Things are good. It's really hot. So these are Hall of Fame sweat marks you're seeing, if I can point correctly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least the video's working this week. Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't know what, what, what happened because I didn't do anything. It worked on a Zoom meeting for the we have the XFL and yeah, I don't know. So maybe it'll flip out and whatever. Um people don't, you know, you can just imagine me. But anyway. Uh no, no, glad things are good, Clay. Um, as we talked off air, I think I uh got rid of my old vehicle and I have a new one now. So or new to me, it's not new mm-hmm. at all. So one less headache, yeah. if you will. Congrats on the new set of wheels. Yeah, thank you. Taking it to the Cape. Cape yeah, Cod. that's right. Cape, Cape Cod baseball next week, early next week. So I get a 30-day warranty, so I'm going to put it to the test. Nice, man. I hope you uh, enjoy that trip. I hope you have a fun and safe trip to the Cape Cod League. This should be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll be heading to Vegas for the uh, company vertical on Sunday morning. So this draft, your, uh, draft your football teams with, the, with everybody? If I'm forced to, <laughs> if I, I, I twist my arm, I'll, I'll draft. I went once, and um, yeah, I was like, "All right, here's my text. If you got 11, you need 12. You know where to find me." But I prefer not to. And Pete <laughs> never texted me, so it was all good. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I I don't really know my football period, but especially this time of year, I do enjoy fantasy football. But as well, my I, brother and uh, his league members will tell you, I've never won that league, and I love to. Rub it there in. Go. Oh, the fantasy guy can't win the football league, uh, but <laughs> hopefully sometime soon. But yeah, we uh, again no two star pitchers since the All Star break is next week, but still yeah. plenty to talk about. So including what do you talk about. <laughs> I know that reference. Um... <laughs> I'm back in a little bit for what it's worth. Nice, nice. The um, I... the Roman Reigns thing drew me back in. It was just too good a story. 
Right. But anyway, I watched the uh, some of the Forbidden Door. It was just kind of fun. No, but anyway, yeah, Colton Cowser is up, and yeah. he's kind of the, the big pickup, the big talk of the yeah. baseball world. You know, after Ellie De La Cruz, who's still the talk of the baseball. It's just world. silly. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I'm kind of bummed I can't get to Milwaukee this weekend. Huge series in Milwaukee, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, NL Central lead up for grabs with the Reds visiting, but. Colton Kalzer was already rostered in the stake league, but and he's available. I imagine he's going to be a hot commodity. In, you know, 56 games at AAA. He had 10 homers, seven steals at 330. He was a top five pick uh, just two years ago, the, the number five overall pick. And uh, do you think this is the kind of guy who, if you've been sitting on that stash of money for a while, your, your fab budget? You think this is the kind of guy you, you break the bank for? Because Aaron Hicks is hurt now, too. I do, for a couple of reasons, okay? Mm-hmm. Number one, Aaron Hicks is hurt. But, um, I, I and I tweeted this and whatever, I don't think that Ryan O'Hearn is going to block Colton Kowser. O'Hearn is a bit over his head right now. Just a and, bit. And he's and he, every time I, you know, whenever I say that, he goes out and, you know, two for four with another homer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Mount kept us up long beyond most. Yeah, you know, right. Mount Castle is still on the farm. He's hitting the ball hard, but not getting the results. I think they they want to bring him up soon. So there's there is playing time for Kowser. His and I, this sort of thing has not worked. Sometimes say going back in time, Jerry Jeremy Hermita play discipline isn't always the go all be be all end all but Kowser broke my system as far as translation MLEs and that sort of thing it had him hitting like 320 with a 410 OBP so I had to calm that down a bit right I mean that's a little excessive that's like uh you know rookie Vlad Jr. breaking your system yeah not as much I mean Vlad obliterated Vlad Vlad what happened it was like when the train hit the um the the, the Lamborghini, whatever, the DeLorean, and, and mm-hmm. uh, when the presser wondered the thing destroyed. That's what Vlad did to my system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kowser just kind of, you know, gently nicked it. Mm-hmm. But the point, it, it, a lot of Kowser's on base was he got hit a lot. So I'm, I calmed that. That was easy. He doesn't get hit as much. Woo. But um, I had to calm the average down. It wasn't, I'm not going to, if he hits 320, all right. That's what my system said. And I miss a chance to be a hero. But I can't project 320 for a rookie of that nature. But because I think there's playing time and because I think that someone with the play discipline that Kowser shows has a better chance of avoiding, I don't know, slumps or just transition, I like it. And I don't, you know, I don't think looking at I don't think Kowser's gonna be inserted in a number three hole. I mean, he's probably hitting fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth, right? That hurts fantasy wise, but I think it helps him. From a just do your thing, kid point of view. Totally. And really impressive, really, the numbers throughout the rise through the minor league system since he was drafted a couple years ago. Above league average by WRC plus at every stop and well above league average pretty much at every stop. So pretty exciting young bat. I probably won't have the fab budget to get much of him myself, but if you've been if you've been waiting, this could be a big impact player here. Yeah, I have him in an NFPC keeper league. 
Now, this was previous to the, the ones that are actually sponsored by the NFPC, um, but it was uh, one time was run on their software. Anyway, and um, he's one of my five, or now three minor leaguers. And I, don't, I haven't heard the news about Corbin Carroll yet. And he's yeah, on I've my been team. waiting on that too. Yeah, he's on my team. And I don't, there's no, I don't have to activate, I can activate Kowser whenever I want. Then the clock, the start clock, if he has like 150 at bats, it doesn't matter. It's when I activate him. So I have to, you know, I'm competing. So I have to know, I have to make a decision. Do I start Kowser's clock and get almost half a year when I could, you know, get three full years if I waited? Um, so I'm going to have to uh, make that. But if Coral, if Carol's out, I may need to, right? Just to recapture that lost production. We'll have to see. And we're going to be talking about the top earners to date and, Carroll's right up there. I mean, he's not only the easy choice right now for NL Rookie of the Year, he's been one of the top producers in all of yeah. baseball. He's yeah. been unbelievable. Uh, I saw that we had a note last night about you know some positive initial news that well, they felt he, <laughs> it was fine, but that's, uh, you know, we still need tests, results, yeah, and imaging. I, I think we're on the same page. I don't consider that positive. I consider that not negative. Yeah. And there is a difference. Yeah, I don't think we can say it's positive yet, but at least it's not, it's separated or whatever. Yeah, at least it's, you know, after the game, they're they're feeling like maybe it's not. And, and big, he was in the dugout. Disaster. You know, if it, if to me, if there was something serious, he would have, he was, he was in the dugout um, after the, you know, so knock on wood. You know, I could see him being shut down over the weekend. I don't yeah, know. Was, was he on the All Star team? I assume he was. Yeah, he is on the All Star. Yeah, team. so I can see him being shut down and, and you know miss. He should have plenty more opportunities, I would think, Corbin Carroll, to play in the All Star game. So, Speaking of the All Star game, do you see the Rangers have five starters? One of them is not named Rafael Devers. Oh wait, he's not on the Red Sox. I'm Rangers. Yes, yeah. I did, and I also just saw the Rangers play the Red Sox, and even though Boston's done well against them, that. You know, it was ten to five Red Sox, and it was like they can come back, they can come mm-hmm. back. Um, and what a, what a year so far for that yeah, team. And even having said that, they're running their batting average, running in scoring position is starting to regress, but it's it's through the roof. However, they still have a lot of good hitters, and mm-hmm. even when it regresses, they're still going to score some runs. But uh, yeah, that is an interesting team. <laughs> Another <coughs> big piece me. of news. You know, impacting the fantasy world. Alec Manoa now back. He's returning tonight. And a lot was made after that, you know, complex league start, how bad that was. But then he went up to double A and struck out 10. So it seems like the team was justified in saying that they you know, weren't putting a lot of stock into that complex league start. So I don't know. It's This is a guy who was a AL Cy Young finalist just last year. Do you think he could... I mean, uh, before we go and think maybe he could be like a big impact guy the rest of the way, do you think he could at least be usable and serviceable for fantasy the rest of the I think the answer to that question lies in the fact that last fab period for the NFPC, I picked him up in two leagues. One of, I think, TGFBI, maybe Nerf. So I, I guess that answer is yes, I do, or I wouldn't have done it. Now, it's not like Tout Wars where I had to have him in the lineup. So – Maybe it's I feel there's a pathway to serviceability, and I thought it was worth taking the chance. Uh, I put out a tweet. I was telling you about it, just you know, kind of for fun. Alec Manoa is. It's a poll 
Um, this is not, this is, I'm still on Twitter. No threads yet. I'll, I'll work on that. I'm old. I'm one's enough for me. Uh, Alex Manoa is a, in my lineup, it's Detroit B on my bench, wait and see, or C dead to me. So we got 27% in my lineup. It's Detroit. Uh, 35% on my bench, wait and see, and then 38% dead to me. I rounded. So if those numbers don't have to hundred, don't tweet me. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I rounded. Um, so, all right. A little over one third of people, he's dead to me. Almost two fifths. All right. I can see that. But, see, I can't really see that because again, this guy was the Cy Young winner, not <laughs> yes, Cy Young winner, Cy Young finalist just last year. No, I'm with you. I, just, That's, I, I can't you. see how. I can my, just totally wash your hands of them, yeah. I, I agree, I agree. And in my ESPN piece where I talk about who to start each day, I said, you know, it, it's it's Detroit. If you are behind in stat and starts head-to-head, I'd I start them. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I mean, it, it was at the clock, was it the slider? What was going on with Manoa? He struck out 10 in five innings. I know it was double A, but, you know, still 10 in five innings, so. That's one of the uh, 640 games. So I get to watch that a little bit before I have to start watching my tout daily lineup fail. Yeah, they'll be getting underway in about what, an hour and 20 minutes. About. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I see the over-under tonight is nine runs, but Toronto is slightly favored there in Detroit. So Manoa, even with all his struggles, still the favorite on, on the bump tonight. The wind blowing in seven miles per hour, too. That could help, especially in a pitcher's park like detroit so yeah i don't expect him to like swing leagues down the stretch but i also i don't think that's totally impossible i, think, I don't think he's going to be a league winner and you know, that, that word's kind of thrown around but i do think he could you know if things have really turned around and i have to think a lot of it was mental earlier in the season if he's gotten over that and put it behind him he could uh he could return to a high level i don't think uh, yeah. he's I don't think that's out of the question. I don't think he was a league winner anyway, right? I mean, he didn't have the strikeouts for that. But he can certainly be a league helper. Yeah. You know, you need these kind of guys and these kind of pickups to win a league. Yeah. A lot of times, you don't, you know, it's not one player that can turn the team around. You need, you know, incremental or marginal upgrades from a lot of players. And I think you can get that from Anoa. Absolutely. Well, um, New Jersey Dave in the chat mentioned something which I think we should touch on, and that is that Yuri Perez was optioned today to Double A. So that's you kind of gave that caveat last week that some of these young guys could be sent down around yeah, the break. Administrative. This is nothing to worry yeah. about. Yeah, this is totally management with innings and whatnot. So uh, I do think that was kind of something people expected, but indeed that did happen. And Dave was also wondering about Tommy Henry. I didn't have him on the list of pickups, but anything to see there with Tommy Henry? Uh, you know, to borrow your phrase, he's now in the streaming bucket. I mean, I don't know that I pick him up. All right, the 15-teamer, if he's available, maybe. In a 12-team, you know, he's a, a, a what, churn and burn. Is that what Corey and Mike used to say? Uh, pitch and ditch. I forget which was their, their term. But, you know, in a 10-team league, daily league, yeah, I'm absolutely interested in an NL only for sure interested. He, um, I, I think the, I mean, the strikeouts are low, mm-hmm. especially the last time he fanned two and six innings uh, against Walked the Mets. Yeah. yeah. But he's getting into the sixth a lot. Yeah. 
So in points leagues, that matters. So absolutely, he is now in the streaming realm for me. I don't, he's not anybody I'm, you know, if I forget to take him out of my lineup, I get concerned and check out the opponents, right? (laughs) But uh, he's streamable. But if you need pitching, yeah, maybe a bench I mean, I I picked up uh, Graham Ashcraft, and so that's where we're at when you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I I got it, as I was mentioning, with um, uh, Manoa, I picked up Ashcraft in at least one of those leagues. One of my leagues, I think it's TGFBI, I need to grind just to get respectability, and that's all I'm trying to do right now. See, Uh, I I respect that. Even uh, when you're down and out, it's – you just well, got to put that best lineup forward. Rotowire is crushing it again. James yeah. is crushing it. Eric and uh, Jeff's up there. I mean, I, I'm a top 60 now. Too. There you go. I, I just, I wish I was with you guys because it would be some, now that we're on Slack, it's, it would be some fun trash talk. But I just, my, my, I get like the worst ERAs in the league. And I'm just trying to, it doesn't, I don't say it doesn't take much, but it's possible to, to get them better. Um, with half a season. So, yeah, still a long way to go. I mean, I know it, I think the season's so long that it kind of plays tricks on your mind a little bit. A little you, bit. You just gotta, you just gotta power out through the dog days because yeah, sometimes and, it's easy to think, who cares? I'm out it, of it anyway, but it can surge quickly. And it helps. I don't want to go down the dead team road, you know, with, with football because that's the case in any league, not just TGFBI. I got news for you, NFPC does it too. Uh, the point being, this season in general, I'm not. I don't know where runs are going to go. I think, I think it's going to be easier to stream later in the year than it's been in previous seasons. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just who knows is what the answer is. But uh, runs are not keep fighting. Runs are not. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> runs are not. This is the first time I've talked in a while. I don't know if it's the air and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Fine, I just got a little scratchy throat. Anyway, um, runs aren't going up as they normally do over the you know over the course of the season. I mean, they're already up, but they're not going up more. So it's just a, mm. kind of a weird year. You just got to scratch and claw. I think it's a good yeah. uh, metaphor for life. Really. Addition by subtraction helps with ratios, obviously, right? So there's, yeah. there's things to be done. Yes, just keep keep fighting. Even if that means just bumping somebody out of a cash spot who you don't like or something like ah! that, you know, just keep scratching and clawing and uh, apply that to life too. Now, Colton Kowser, Alec Manoa, they were both still, uh, well, stashed and then held on to, I guess, uh, respectively in the stake league. So the top pickup was from your Boston Red Sox landing on my roster, Trevor Story. Okay. Uh, I was going to yeah. yeah, I was going to possibly ask you to guess. I was thinking Cutter Crawford, one of the lesser pitchers. But anyway, well, you I know. my uh, middle infield spot is <coughs> brutal. I've had uh, Jorge Mateo in there, and that was fun for like two and a half weeks, and then it's been a disaster since. So I'm hoping, you know, with story closing in on a rehab assignment, I can get about two months of production out. Well. A healthy Yu Chang is not going to block Trevor Story. And Yu Chang is next in line. I don't know if you saw the highlights, but um, Story was out there turning double plays with Alex Cora at second base. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's kind of, well, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, kind of, ah, just, whatever, no big deal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you're right. And we've got the return date is the first. That's two months. Doesn't you know? Don't need a PhD in calorie. Calendar. Tentative calendars. Yeah, best guess. But if he's nearing this rehab assignment, you think what? Maybe two weeks on the rehab and then uh, back around August first. Well, we're hearing you know the, the note we have is immediately after the All Star break, which is before the first. So the first could be conservative. Yeah, I guess. Well, the rehab assignment immediately after the All Star break. Yeah, so. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'd yes, imagine you yes. need a couple weeks. Maybe it's hard. only a week. Maybe reading is an extra week. That's all right. But yeah, I mean, Cora's uh, had a glowing quote. He said, "Quote: He's been so good so far. No obstacles, no red flags. You never know what can happen up in the upcoming days. But so far, it's trending in the right direction and fast." He said of story. So that's good. Yeah. Again, I Jorge Mateo. Ugh, he's, I banked those steals, but I need to get him out of my lineup asap. Uh, in this, even in a 16-team league, he's uh, he's doing me a lot of harm, losing out on advi- on uh, playing time to last week's hot pickup, Jordan Westberg. Now, Eric Flores said in the chat that someone dropped Christian Javier in a 10-team league. That's uh, it's been really trending in the wrong direction for Javier lately. Would you add him? No, I mean, as bad as pitching is, he's just been terrible. Yeah. And in a 10-team league, there's players out there. Man, what a fall for him. I, <coughs> I don't like know. With, like with Manoa, I'm not really willing to completely write him off. It's no. Puzzle, say the least. Maybe I'm thinking too much of my, my ESPN 10-team league where I'm able to pick up Bailey Ober and Zach Eflin and, and, and players like that and, and float them in my lineup on a on a basis, on a on a daily basis. So um, I have a 200 point league on Derek Hardy. Should I be safe over the weekend? You think? Sorry, DC. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's one of those weeks where everybody I choose is, is crushing it. Well, it it's just nice. one of those, one of those, it's it just one of those weeks. So it happens to be Derek who, who beat me already once this year. So anyway. I desperately need a W in the top wars head to head league. I, uh, going up against Joe Galena this week. I, yeah, not looking good for me to make the playoffs, but uh, again, just going to scratch and claw and see where I end up. Um, Derek Hall in the lineup tonight and playing a fair amount now for Philly. I know Bryce Harper said he could play first base at some point soon, but Derek Hall in the lineup betting eighth. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've kind of been skeptical on the guy, but, you know, last year was – not terrible. So, do you think Derek Hall could be a worthwhile addition? Yeah, I'm getting him. There was just a, wasn't there just a Hall that was released? Um, huh. I'll, oh. think, I'll, I'll I'll track it down. Um, yeah, I I've kind of had Hall as, as some of the I don't know move in there if needed. Mm-hmm. So I suppose the answer is yes. Um, hasn't done a ton, but let's see. Since he's come back from the injured list. Three hits in four games, one of which of a home run. Yeah, I mean, not bad for the middle, but anyway, I mean, nothing. He's on. He's on a lit. He's on a waterfall, and if you land on him, okay. But I'm not targeting him. Yeah, some other pickups from the stake league. Uh, Jose Miranda, he's back, but and he's one of my big misses at the start of the year. Uh, I don't know how much he's going to play. AJ Minter, Nick Pavetta. 
Uh, Tommy Henry was mentioned. Uh, I added Graham Ashcraft for zero. Uh, Kyunjin Ryu was added. Uh, he's been on rehab. He's pitching in the complex league, but his first rehab outing was pretty positive. So yeah. if you're in a deep league, maybe maybe you think about him. Uh, Francisco Alvarez. This is only a one-catcher league, but I had a bid in on him. And, man, he's been uh, – he might have just saved the Mets season the other day, that home run. I was not aware that he had – what happened, 16 homers? Yeah. I man. was I was not aware that That's pretty he crazy. was that – that many home. I don't know, maybe six of them came in the last week. I don't know. But um, you know, 16 homers, 33 RBIs. All right, so four of them have come in the this month. Even mm-hmm. so, I wouldn't have thought he had 12 coming in. Yeah, that's impressive. Daniel Hudson was picked up. I imagine that bid was put in put in before it was revealed that he had the, the sprained MCL on his right knee now. Yeah. So he got the save, his first save in a year, and then right back on the ILs. So yep. Tough break. Uh, anybody else on your mind? Maybe Colby Allard, uh, Tony Kemp's been playing all right, but anybody else uh, caught your eye? Well, we got Joseph in the chat asking us about Riley Green. That's a good call. Um, I get, you know, NFBC, you start him for two games. I guess it depends on who else you have, but I'm excited to get him back in the lineup. I, I, you know, I, I plugged yeah. him in for this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I like I mentioned, I'm more on having more in the best ball underdog than anywhere else. But I was optimistic coming into the season on Green, and we had started the show, you know, not it was more of a not having a sophomore slump than anything else. Yeah, and that team, Torkelson's heating up a little bit. I, I think that all you want to see from the Tigers is just see some improvement over the second half, right? I don't, I mean, just. Don't be the laughing stock that, that don't be the team that you're eating, that you're willing to start Alec Manoa against. You know, yeah, start, start the turnaround. Cause we've seen Baltimore and and, and Reds and Cincinnati. We, we've seen what can happen pretty quickly. Yeah, you gotta kind of even when things are bad, you kind of gotta establish that competitive yeah. yeah culture a little bit. And at least, you know, have that fight. And we've seen the Reds kind of like with like India, who's just about as competitive as they come, he just wouldn't let the Reds completely uh, you know, mail it in down the stretch last year. And I think maybe that helped that young core be competitive this year. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about rival fantasy, as we usually do on these Fridays. And we'll talk uh, about our picks for tonight. But let me tell you a little bit about rival first. Rival Fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played. And they've brought new games to the ballpark this year that fantasy players won't find anywhere else. Rival Fantasy's games include Fantasy Bingo, Head-to-Head Player Challenges, and Fantasy Book, where users can select over-unders for two to five players. With games like this, Daily Fantasy has never been better. Right now, RotoWire listeners can get a $50 protected first play. That means if you win your first play... You keep your winnings, but if you lose your first entry, Rival Fantasy will re, uh, fully refund you up to 50 bucks. Go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up and use code MLB at sign up and deposit a minimum of $25 to get your first entry on Rival protected up to $50. Now's the time to step up to the plate and become a rival today. Welcome to the arena. All right, Todd. Um, 
at first glance, it seems like you and I both kind of settled on Aaron Savali on the under being our top choice. Mostly, well, for me, is because he's the top over-under on the board, and that just uh, was hard for me to swallow. So uh, I know Aaron Savali, he's going up against uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. It is home against Kansas City, but even so, it was, what, uh, 21 points on, on Savali? Yeah, right, and I think that's a lot. Yeah, for I mean, Kansas City. There's a lot to me. There's more pathways for Kansas City to get to him than for Savali to get 21 points. Mm-hmm. And I broke my I broke my my cold streak last week, so uh, get it, keep it going. But yeah, so we agreed. We agreed with Savali. To me, that kind of stood out. So Cleveland is favored here, minus 190. Uh, Over unders eight and a half runs, but. You know, and he's uh, above guys like Corbin Burns and and you know Zach Wheeler, who I know you and I both like. It just doesn't really make sense. By the way, Carlos Rodon making his a debut in pinstripes tonight. Wow, that's okay. weird, right? It's yeah. just like the debut. I mean, to put it in kind of perspective, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, is like the thirteenth highest on DraftKings. Hmm. So. I mean, he's the highest here and the 13th highest on draft. Yeah. So that just as another site that, you know, just to get a, a feel. But anyway. All right. Well, I love Luis Castillo, but he's got to go up against Houston. And I really like Hunter Brown on the other side. I know you do too. So I'm going to stray away from Castillo's number. I'm going to go hands off. But Hunter Brown on the other side, um, even though he's got that tough matchup. I mean, his over-under is only 16.4 tonight. That doesn't really uh, make a lot of sense to me. Seattle's offense isn't very good, and you can get 16 points without the win. Yeah, You just got to get into, you know, pitch six innings without getting hurt too much. And, man, Jared Kelnick's really cratered. (coughs) Has he? Uh, Yeah. yeah. I I mean, mean, that's been a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. since the start of June, 178, 282, 287. So, yeah. Uh, pause on your victory laps if you want to take them early in the season. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. It looked like he could be a big time player, but a 37.6% K rate for uh, Kelnick. Yeah. It's, it's another, another half a year to figure it out, but yeah. we've been saying that for a while. So, I agree. You know, I I agree with Brown, another, another guy that I like. And you, you kind of alluded to it with Zach Wheeler. And Wheeler's number is a little over 16. I've got him up around almost to 20 uh, against Miami. I know Miami can be pesky, but I think Wheeler's pretty darn good. I know he's going against Alcantara. So I like I like Wheeler um, to pair with Savali and Brown and some sort of uh, strategic meshing of them and I like rooting for Zach Gallon. He's one of my favorite pitchers to watch. The I have him going over. I, I think he'll go over his number. I don't actually don't see him on the board anymore. Maybe no, there he is. Uh, I, Nineteen. I've got him for like twenty and a half. I usually like to have a little more my numbers to that number to to make the make the play. But I like rooting for Gallon so much. I may just put a minimal. Maybe I'll pair him with Savali on for the minimal minimal try, just so I get to root for him. I like that too. He was on my list of potential options. I like that. I think I'm going to go with 
the under on Savali, the over on Brown, and then for my third, I'm going to mix in a third pitcher this week, and it's not going to be any of the ones we've mentioned so far. Okay. I'm going to take the under on Tyler Glass now at 16.9 points. This uh, Atlanta Braves team is just a absolute buzzsaw. It is in Tampa Bay, but they got their normal lineup, Acuna, Albies, Riley Olsen, Murphy, Ozuna, Rosario. I mean, Ken Rosenthal was talking about how this one through nine, we haven't seen a one through nine this good in a long time. Michael Harris has picked it up. And Glassdown's still kind of working to find himself, working his way back. So um, I think this is a team that could really wear him out. And he's got double-digit Ks his last two outings, Glassdown does. But this this feels like a team that will make him throw strikes and he'll, he'll try to nibble. And then when he does find the zone, they'll, they'll take him out. So I'm thinking it's going to be a rough night of the ballpark for Tyler Glassdown. Yeah, I, I, I agree with the analysis. But when I when I go to think if I'm gonna make a if he's gonna be one of my pitches, I think. But you know what? It's Tyler Glass now. Yeah, so I mean, good. I'm all, I mean, I'm not I'm not betting the house, right? I'm not I'm not playing. Yeah. But even so, I try to be smart about it. Um, I just uh, it's, yeah, there may be there probably are safer picks on the board. It was where I, was, man, gonna, I was looking. Atlanta is so scary. Yeah. No. Oh man, absolutely. And I was gonna say, geez, I got Glass now projected for the most points. No, I just sorted by DraftKings salary, and he's the highest priced pitcher. I don't have him projected for the most points tonight. I mean, I could totally see him having a great outing, but again, it's just with the way they are one through nine, the way they work, guys. I just yeah, and the way things have been so good for Glass now lately, I just feel like tonight will maybe be a little bump in the road. He's he's not going so well for him lately. He's he's not available. For um for rival, but I've got Andrew Abbott projected with the most points. Wow! And I, I want to say, but he doesn't strike anybody out. But his last three games, ten, eight, and twelve strikeouts. Andrew Abbott, six innings, six innings, and seven and two thirds. So you know it's you know first impressions. It's tough to get that out of your head. Get that out of your head with Abbott forty. Uh, uh, great radio. Thirty strikeouts in his last nineteen and two thirds. Hmm. That's uh, that's not low strikeouts. Zola needs to uh, refresh, 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 refresh in the Ad- Andrew Abbott uh, part of his gray matter. Well, I look forward to uh, tonight on, on Rival. So again, my picks were under on Savali, over on Hunter Brown, and under on Glass. Now. Who are you gonna of all the picks we've talked about? Who are you gonna settle on for your for your uh, rival picks? Definitely Savali, and then I'll just like I said, kind of mix and match. Savali and Wheeler are kind of my my main two, and then I'll mm-hmm. figure out how I want to handle the rest. I mean, I just looking at Abbott, um, he's given up four homers in nineteen and two thirds, but he's given up five runs. Yeah. So it's kind of like doing – if you believe homers kind of come, you know, I don't want to say happenstance, but kind of in bunches and that regresses, I mean, he's not giving up. He's not giving up runs without a homer. Yeah, that one game where he gave up like three solo homers. But other than that, he's been just awesome. Yeah, that's just uh, – yeah, that was Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three starts ago. So I need to I need to put eyeballs on Abbott tonight. I, I not, that, not that I'm a scout and can tell. 
but I, I need to. He's earned. He's earned the Zola needs to watch him pitch uh, label for the way that you know that's that you know, and we're gonna have dollars to get you a small coffee. Well, with no two-star pitchers to grade. I thought we'd take some time to look at the Rotowire earned auction values tool uh, on the site, which you know just lays out exactly how much each player has been worth uh, on a two hundred sixty dollars budget. You can also adjust the percent on batters spent and a lot of people will argue that well for earned it should be 50 50 but i'm going to go with a 60 40 well, split here. let's yeah let the 50 50 argument is not practical mm-hmm. it's the it is what it's the truth but we don't purchase players at 50 50 so we're not our dna are we're not programmed to be able to figure out um the nfbc is kind of 62 to 38. So if we're, if you want to try to feel, get a feel for how these guys do in an NFBC league, your 60 40 is pretty close. Um, yeah, I thought 60 40 would make sense here for earned because of uh, the sp- split between, you know, we start more hitters than we do pitchers. But uh, obviously, categories are split 50 50, five and five. Right. But uh, I thought 60-40 would be a decent starting point where we're not too putting too much weight on the pitchers, but we're still putting a, a good amount on them. But before we get into that, let me uh, take care of a little piece of business here from our friends over at Home Run Forecast Index. You know the weather can impact how far a ball can fly, but we never know what all that heat and humidity or cold air is really doing to the ball. The Home Run Forecast Index gives us an easy way to determine how good or bad the air is for ball flights. The index is calculated by measuring stadium-specific weather conditions and is displayed on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the most unfavorable for good ball flight, and 10 indicating the most favorable air. There is a strong correlation between the index and the number of runs scored per game and the number of home runs hit. Games that have the highest index, 10, for the whole game, average over 10 runs and 2.8 homers over the course of the year. An index is created for each game, so you can see what it will be in any stadium and how the weather's influence might change over the course of the game, as well as the wind direction. Right now, you can get access to the HRF Premium site for only $5 a month and uh, see what the index will look like. For every hour of every game, go to homerunforecast.com to sign up now. Uh, appreciate their sponsorship of the podcast. Sounds like a really cool product. I'll have to check that out myself. If you're unfamiliar with our earned auction values tool, you can find it on the site, although you can also just Google earned auction values and, and the Roadwire page will uh, pop right up. So let's go ahead and... Take a look. I think number one is about as obvious as you can get, right? Ronald Acuna, fifty-six dollars, uh, full fifteen dollars earned more than Otani. Although that doesn't take both his hitting and pitching into account. So, right, um, yeah. If you're in a daily league, Otani's running away with it. But weekly leagues, Ronald Acuna is your top earner. And if you take Otani out of the mix, the top earning. Pitcher today, Nathan Eovaldi. I mentioned that I got offered him in a trade recently and turned it down just because of his history and you know, things have been going so well. But 
Yeah, the number one guy to date is pretty shocking for uh, Nathan Evald. I'm looking, you know, looking at the line. Obviously, the ratios are sparkling. It, the innings are, are really helping him. 108, 117 and two thirds. Now we're a little past half the way, halfway through. So it's a little, little hard to do the math. But 18 games started. He hasn't missed a start yet. Um, but I agree in that if you're trading, if you need pitching help, you, if you're really desperate, you trade for Yavaldi because of the injuries. You know, I don't, I don't know if I trade for him. Otherwise, just because you got to figure he's going to get hurt. You just have to. And performance-wise, too, I mean, I don't know how he could keep this level up. So Yeah, it's not a strikeout in inning. downhill from here, right? Yeah, 109 strikeouts and 117 and two-thirds innings. I think it'll be a flatter, a flat, kind of a flat hill. But, no, I do not I do not see him finishing with better numbers than he has right now. Well, we talked, or I guess you mentioned recently how Felix Bautista had more strikeouts than a lot of uh, (laughs) mid-rotation arms. And not only is he the number one relief pitcher, he's actually the number four earner in all of fantasy so far. How often do you see that, a a closer as a top five earner? It's just a weird year. Maybe. Yeah. Even even when uh, a couple years ago – Blake Trinan, he wasn't he wasn't a top right. five type of guy. You get a one one three whip and a point nine five ERA and a point nine five whip. He gives up two runs in his next uh you know appearance, and he's suddenly not, not number four anymore. Mm-hmm. But no, it just goes to show um, you know, how a, a, how good he is. But you know, re, there's just so much variance within reliever ERA. And he got a little bit of a break a couple weeks ago. He was being I don't want to use the word abused, but they he was pitching a lot. Mm-hmm. He got about a week break just because it wasn't needed that I think came at a very good time. Yeah, that came at a yeah, fortuitous. Yeah. It was a good happenstance, I guess, for, Ooh, for Bautista. Look, look at Mr. Scrabble. <laughs> you you bust out the happenstance. Yeah, bit. I do. I I'm, do. Borrow, I'm borrowing that from you. <laughs> but, yeah, Bautista is you know, slightly over averaging two strikeouts per inch. So 18 uh, per nine. That's pretty good. Clayton Kershaw is the number five earner. So Acuna, 56. Otani, 41. Yavaldi, 36. Batista, 33. And Kershaw, 33. Along with Freddie Freeman, 33. But Kershaw, really hard for me to, uh, you know, see this coming because of, of the injuries in recent years. But he just has returned to form. He's on the IL right now. But he is confident that he'll be ready to go after the break. Well, okay, sure. I mean, history says, you know, let's 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 see it before we believe it. Mm. I'm not surprised how well he's pitched, and you know, I, I take the blame for giving him more starts in my projections, and then he went out with a shoulder. So, uh, yeah. for the well, game, I mean, I want him pitching for the good of the game. But again, like Ivaldi, there are risks to deal a lot for to save your pitching. And old and boring can really pay dividends sometimes. Yeah. Other times it blows up in your face, but a guy like Kershaw, is it a Ron Chandler thing that once you, you show the skills, you own them sort of thing. And eventually, you know, your body fails you, but Kershaw somehow was able to turn back. The clock. Yeah. I mean, 
once you've displayed your skills, you can show them again. But doesn't that mean once you've displayed stinkiness, you can show that again too? <laughs> I mean, I just I'm trying yeah, not to. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, to be honest, I mean, you know, that's the way a good way to put it because you know once you start that slope, especially the aging yeah. curve, you get to the wrong side, it's really hard to reverse those trends. But somehow Kershaw did it uh, to this point anyway. And his teammate Freddie Freeman, I mentioned, just I mean, every year you got to pencil him up here, even though he'll probably go second round next year again. He's got 12 steals. Yeah. He's not going to run with the Dodgers. He's got 12 steals. <laughs> Love to see that. Uh, Corbin Carroll's doubling him up on steals with 24. Uh, yeah. He's got more home runs than than uh, Freeman. Freeman does have a 30-point batting average uh, yeah. advantage. But like we said, Carroll not only the front runner for the NL Rookie of the Year, but one of the top uh, most productive players in all fantasy. Still waiting to see uh, if he's maybe a short trip on the IL, but uh, nothing yet from Arizona. They've been quiet, especially with their lineup tonight behind uh, Zach Gallon. Still waiting on that. Uh, next up here behind uh, Carroll on the top earners. I lost my page. So let me get back to it. Um, all right. Corbin Carroll, 33. Then Zach Gallon, 32. Uh, Matt Olson, 32. Spencer Strider, 31. So Atlanta with Olson, Strider, and Acuna have three of the top six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Three of the top ten fantasy earners to date. They're Not good. Bad. Not bad. They're good, huh? Yeah. And, and, those... and none of them are named Vaughn Grissom. <laughs> Still bitter. Uh, that one wasn't that one wasn't a hit, but look, we all have our misses. <laughs> Strider got his tenth win already, so Atlanta, the World Series favorites now, betting favorites, and yeah, Strider, he got the array down to three six six. He went through a stretch of some really bad luck, so it's good to see that normalize, and the strikeouts are always there. So yeah, it's good to see Strider where he is. Adolis Garcia, he was not named as an all-star starter, but um, he is going to start the all-star game as a replacement for Trout, I believe, or Trout or Judge, one of the two. Yeah, I, Texas, you just put a name in a hat and pick one out, man. Yeah, it's been crazy. And I got to say, I just want to own up to it. I was the low man on Garcia, Adolis Garcia, in the round table. I just I saw almost like Javier Baez – downside with the pendulum swings with his uh yeah well with his play discipline and it gets ugly but he's been he just keeps producing uh despite that shaky play discipline he's got a howitzer i've seen him make a couple throws this past couple of days guy can throw too it's kind yeah. of fun to watch he's a stud uh, shane mcclanahan hurt right now bad timing on the injury won't see him in the all-star game yeah but it sounds like he expects to be back shortly after the break. And then uh, the other, the last $30 player is Framber Valdez. So if you grab Framber, where he was going, that's paying, paying big dividends for you. Uh, Mookie Betts at 29, another great year for Mookie. And uh, I believe he has second base eligibility now, does he not? Yeah. In most leagues, yeah. And he was threatening to get shortstop, but they kind of backed off of that. Hmm. But yeah, Mookie Betts. 
and it seems like he's having an off year, but he's just producing and producing and producing. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, maybe you just maybe you see two seventy one as an average, and think that's not Mookie, but you know this is why he's not two, three, or four. I mean, there were two years he was the number one owner or earner. So you know, yeah. three hundred he would be, but anyway. Well, before we move on, let's take care of one last piece of business. We have to throw to our Blue Wire sponsors. So um, those of us watching live, just be uh, one second. We'll be back here on the Little Wire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are back here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Lincoln, Todd Zola, our last Friday pod before the break. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the break. You know, I'll be traveling a little bit, so um, not a full rest, but I'm excited to uh, get a little bit of a breather here during the break. Um, I don't need it as bad as Major League Baseball players do, but I, I need a little, little bit of a break. Uh, Joe Ryan... He and uh, Kevin Gaussman up as $28 pitchers. Then uh, Garrett Cole, Zach Eflin. I know you liked Eflin coming in, and some people had him as a you know a musket type of sleeper. But for him to be on par with Garrett Cole to this point is pretty amazing and a testament to what the Rays do with their starting pitching. And, in fact, he only has one more win. So it's not, you know, he's picking – I mean, nine wins is nice. It's what? Tied for third, and well, no, I mean it's tied for third most, but there's a bunch of guys with eleven and ten, so it's probably you know. But the point being, uh, it's not just because of the wins. Well, Zeflin's uh, Zeflin, uh, Eflin's like whip is just is just uh, you know minuscule. So um, yeah, I mean he's been kind of a, I don't want to say godsend, but you know if I didn't have you know so many Manoas and Kellers and Singer errors earlier in my draft i'd be a lot you know the the eflin would have been doing me a lot more good of course singer i know he's not anywhere listed he's starting to pitch well again so man it's my he's my bane right gonna get back in i don't know dabble again maybe oh man i don't know but it's funny we you know i really wanted jeffrey springs and drew rasmussen those were my my musket guys and then it was turns out zach eflin is the guy to get so 
good on you if you got F1. And another guy here, kind of like Kershaw, who's turned back the clock, $27 earner today. As much as a guy like Luis Robert, Christian Yelich. So Yelich betting 287, 11 homers, 21 bags. Uh, Pretty nice little rebound here for Yelich. And another one I didn't see coming. And I kind of see some parallels between him and Kershaw because it was the back and years of, you know, declining production and missed time. And suddenly they're uh, back in fantasy manager's good graces here. A lot of that, all right. I mean, obviously, twenty-one steals, sixty-five runs. In mm-hmm. a lot of that is getting on base, but that that may be an accelerator. You know, that may, if you would have figured out if there was something, and there is, if there was, you know, expected runs, I'll bet it would be a little bit lower. So mm-hmm. the hits are, you know, he's just being driven in at a, at a high rate, um, and I think forty-five RBI, considering where he hits in the lineup, and with eleven homers, I mean, that might be a tad high. So. But, I mean, 287 average, no one's going to complain. And 21 steals, obviously no one's going to complain. So, I think, yeah, I think that uh, his the, the rumors of his demise are a bit exaggerated. And this will happen every year where, you know, myself and others just ready to write a guy off and leave him for dead as far as a fantasy baseball yeah. contributor. But there will always be guys who surprise, and he, it's, it's humbling because you're going to get a lot wrong when you play this game. He's one of those guys where I want to – the breakout potential is there because of what we're talking about with, with Ron once you've shown a skill. But I like to give my advice as if I have one team and one team only, and Yelich wasn't on that team. I feel I, – I mean, people play enough leagues now that saying, I want him on one or two of my teams is actually – Fair advice because people are playing that many teams and that makes sense. But I still, I, you know, if I'm draft, if all I'm doing is drafting NL Tout and AL Labor and you know, TGFBI, you know, he's not on my radar. That was a mistake. I do have Yelich in some best ball, and because of that reason, because if he, that's that's where you want the um, that upside. Absolutely. Alexis Diaz, 27 earned uh, today. He blew his first save, but that's all right. He's still been awesome. Uh, Luis Robert, 27. Marcus Stroman, 27. Wander Franco at 26. Apparently not maybe the best uh, teammate. Maybe the he's got some issues as a teammate, but, man, uh, I want him on my fantasy team. We talked to Jason Collette about that. We think it may be a little bit blown out of proportion. Maybe I'm, I don't want to misrepresent what Jason was saying, but um, maybe the idea, maybe the, the answer is it's manageable mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, it, it's, this is the way he is. I think, I think the idea being that Franco's issues are manageable and he'll turn around. Here's one that might surprise you. It surprises me, even though I have him on a couple teams, uh, still surprised to see Tyler Wells of the Baltimore Orioles up as a $25 earner to this point. A uh, 98 and two thirds innings. He's got 99 Ks, six wins, a 319 ERA, 0.90 WHIP. Although you look at the estimators, Todd, and they, you know, FIP up at 475. Uh, the estimators are pointing to a rougher, significantly rougher second half for Wells, as they would for most of these players that we've talked about. Yeah. That's the that's the nature of it. That's the nature, only six yeah. wins. Um, 
I, you know what? I think it was probably DVR, probably Derek Van Riper that kind of first turned me on to Wells. And if DVR turns me on to someone, it's usually because Eno, you know, was turned, <laughs> Eno turned the, the player on to Derek. Um, but there was a time, remember, when when Wells had a rumor to be closing for a yeah, little bit? I remember that. Yeah. So that kind of, you know, all right, now now to got to look at the guy. Um, at least he got he got on some radar in that in that re, in that regard, but I you know we talk about regression. I think it's going to be fairly soft. I mean he's still a good pitcher, ninety nine strikeouts in, in yeah. ninety eight and two thirds, you know one an inning. It's it's not that that's manageable. That's that's uh, palatable for sure. I said the four seven five FIP. I'd take the under on that being his ERA the rest of the season. What's uh, his X? I, I I like X FIP is four thirty. Which is a little bit below league average. Yeah. I'm a little bit more of an ex-FIP and Sierra guy because mm-hmm. I do believe that home runs, there's some regression needed, and that's what ex-FIP does. But there's still just guidelines, right? And you kind of take them all together. Yeah, important caveats, certainly, to remember with uh, the estimators. I will say, too, with Wells, he does have a an 87.5% left on base rate. So he's been a little lucky that's with the uh, stranding runner. Some of that's um, Cano and Batista. Yeah, true. Some of that's the the bullpen. And his own doing, you know. I yeah. think yeah. it's not all luck. Sometimes the <laughs> nope. pitcher affects that. A good um, pitcher, a good – an ace can keep it in the 78% range. The average is around 72%. A strikeout ace, elite, can keep an eye left on base around 78 and not have it be turned, but good luck. He also has a 192 opponent's BABIP. So just be aware that, yeah, there could be some regression ahead for uh, Tyler Wells, as he probably expected anyway. Um, Ozzy Albies, a $25 earner, 22 homers already for Albies. And uh, wasn't running a bunch, but he is up to six steals now. Yeah, have you watched him? I mean, we he thought it would be more of a 30-steal leadoff hitter right and yeah, he's turned yeah. into a 45 homer guy that can run a tiny bit yeah. and it, these aren't these aren't gentle swings he um you know he attacks the ball he knows he knows his role and he's good at it absolutely uh, randy rosarena he's got 16 homers nine bags 282 average he's earned a dollar less than albies 24 still a great first half for randy rosarena george kirby he's Probably issued, what, like two walks on the season? Uh, he's issued 10 walks on the season. So he's allowed more home runs than he has walks. That's pretty wild. I love what he's doing. Again, he is a $24 earn to this point. Kyle Tucker, 24. Bobby Witt, 23. Uh, Lane Thomas, 23. That's uh, on fire lately. It's a pretty surprising one. 305 average, 14 homers. That's, I think, maybe the first guy, Mitch Keller was up on the list, but one of the only guys so far that was really a true end game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe Eflin, too, before you know, later drafts. But, I mean, Lane Thomas was an afterthought, and uh, you know people questioning if he would even play, and suddenly he's a $23 player. Do you think he's traded? There have been a lot of rumors of that. Maybe. Now, I assume that um... – Lane Thomas's inning of pitching isn't included because Otani's isn't. Uh, yeah. No, I don't believe so. Must, must have given up like three runs that inning. Um, I guess Thomas could be traded. One reason being, Washington, kind of like Atlanta, Atlanta, Arizona, they've got some outfielders that are on the way. 
Mm-hmm. So I could see it's not like even if he's a little bit younger, yeah, get another prospect for him because he's replaceable with some of the guys they have on the way. And is you know talk about selling high. I don't think you could. I don't think Thomas is, you can get any. I don't think he can get any higher. Uh, you, you're gonna get. You're gonna max out on what you can get right now. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, uh, we'll make our way through a few more of these guys. Yeah. Fernando Tatis has earned a dollar less than Lane Thomas. You did not uh, hear that wrong. Well, but, I mean, he also missed a month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so you build in some some uh, reprodu- you know, replacement value. Maybe if you build that in, maybe Tatis has been worth more. But anyway, um, yeah, Padres have been a big disappointment. But Tatis, since returning from suspension, has been solid. Uh, Jordan Romano, $22. Jose Ramirez, maybe a little bit of a disappointment if you drafted him in the first round, but $22 earner. Uh, Nick Castellanos, 22 Nice rebound for Castellanos. Uh, you know, his his season last year was really brutal at times. Yeah. Yeah. That was his first with Philly. Seems more comfortable this year. Maybe that's just, you know, narrative. But uh, good to see him producing like he's capable. But when he gets into a funk, man, I saw that with the Reds. Sometimes he expands his zone so much and will just swing at anything. <laughs> like the down and away pitch, he just can't lay off at times. But when things are going well, Castellanos. And don't look now, do but the Phillies are playing pretty good ball. Yeah. You mentioned something, though, about Andrew Painter before we started. That's uh, yeah, He had a yeah. setback, but then he got back on the bullpen mound. But now it sounds like maybe the elbow is still an issue for the youngster. Yeah. That's a bummer. I was hoping to maybe see him, regardless of fantasy impact. I was just kind of hoping to see him later this year. Yep. Camillo Duvall, $22 earner to this date. Merrill Kelly, $21 earner. What a season for Kelly in Arizona so far. Uh, Francisco Lindor, 21. Bo Bichette, 21. Julio Rodriguez, 21. Logan Allen, 21. Rafael Devers, 21. Bryce Elder, 21. Congrats to the uh, first-time All-Star Bryce Elder. That's another guy from the End Game, and really undrafted in most leagues to uh, an All-Star selection. You say Maybe. Logan Allen? I said Logan Webb. Oh, I thought you said uh, Logan. I heard Logan. Maybe Allen. I said Logan Allen. Um, I, I don't. Know. That's fine. No, because yeah, because uh, I'm going. Huh? Um, yeah, no, I like I like you know Lo- Logan Webb has would have been one of my favorites. So again, mm-hmm. though, I wiped that out with Brady Singer. So hopefully. Uh, but you were beating the Logan Webb drum. You deserve a little bet. A little bet. Yeah. Esteri Ruiz, a $20 earn to this point. Uh, 43 bags. Just casually 43 steals. But Tough to steal from was, the IL. Yeah, was placed on the IL today. So if you're in the NFBC, be sure to swap him out. Right shoulder subluxation for Ruiz. We'll interrupt that uh, scorching hot... Uh, Speed-wise, anyway, scorching hot start for him. Jonathan India, $20 earner. Jesus Lazardo, 20 Josh Lowe, 20 He's cooled off a bit, but, um, you know, still nice, really nice find if you got him off the waiver wire. Christian Walker, Ketel Marte, and then I didn't make you guess earlier, but if you had to guess of all the players in the world who the last $20 player is, who would you think? That we haven't mentioned so far. Um, this is really I'm hard. trying all, to think all the players in baseball. Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I don't know. 
you may think, oh, maybe Josh Young, he's an all-star. Maybe a guy like Nolan Arenado. Nope. It's Spencer Steer. 287 average, 14 homers, and the nine steel nine stolen bases are propping him up there. So see, see I, I have the same list as you do, so I knew the answer, but I would never have guessed it. So I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm too old for the yeah, I'm gonna show off. I would I would not I even though I have him my tout team, I would not I have that. guessed it. I respect that. He's, you know, I kind of compared him to a mini Austin Riley on this show before, and he's not that big hulking guy like Riley and maybe less talented, but man, he's just takes professional at bats and never looks overmatched against anybody. So as a fan, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, Spencer Steer. And I like how the Reds are moving him around and keeping a left field first base. Uh, Cause that, that, that new guy, Joey Votto looks like he wants to play too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he went through a brutal stretch where he was like, Oh, for 19, but I, Kind of seemed to come out of that. Yeah. And good thing that Steer can play left field. I love I love when Vada got the pinch hit the other day. He looked like a kid, you know, a little yeah. the kid in literally getting his first hit. Oh, he as cracked the, me up, man. When he was yeah. had his hat on backwards and yeah. was saying yeah. they were hip. The announcers were pointing out that that's just he's just not used to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so he kind of it kind of was a thrill for him to get an important pinch hit. I kind of think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And he was cracking me up. He had his hat on backwards was saying, yeah, this is what the hip youngsters do. And <laughs> yeah. saying he's going to stay up till 7 a.m. playing PlayStation. <laughs> the guy's just cool and great teammate, it seems like. So I'm glad that he's really meshing with these youngsters, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Love that guy. Well, some players that we didn't mention. Guys who have fallen short of $20 to this point. Some big names. Juan Soto at 17. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Austin Riley both at 16. If you had to pick one that you want on your team the rest of the way, you know, you'd be crazy not to want any of these guys. But if you had to pick one to to be a $20 guy the rest of the way, who would you pick? Um, all right. I mean, to me, it's all of them. But I'm going to go with Vlad. Yeah. Um, he seems so- to have found his power stroke again yeah and i think toronto's gonna score more runs and i mean they all have air quote fantasy faults but uh to me it's vlad it's hard to imagine they're kind of underperforming i mean they both they've all been okay and soto's been great since a really bad start but um yeah yeah i think they both probably are over 20 when it's all said and done probably 20 from here on out but all those guys have uh, fallen a little short to this point. Um, also, a guy like uh, you know Luis Arise, for as good as his average has been, three eighty eight. He's only a fifteen dollars player for fantasy. He's got three homers and one steal. So, yep. as good as he is in that one category, the lack of balanced production it you know, really kind of limits his uh, upside in fantasy. He's good. He's better in points leagues mm-hmm. for what it's worth. That's a good point. So Luisa Rise, even with a 388 average, he has been uh, only as valuable as like Lucas Giolito on the pitching side. Yeah. Josh Hayden. So it's, you know, you got to, I like the player, but without thump, without speed. Well, this is in a vacuum. True. So if you, if your roster construct, 
went after all power hitters that that strike out a lot, he could he could be more he could be worth more to your roster, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if if he's propping up your average, uh, you know, if a three eighty eight is you know putting you in first place by eight points, he's not helping you. It goes into your earned value, but it doesn't help your team. If your average is you know two thirty or two forty, and he brings it to two sixty, now he's really helping you. Yeah, that's true. It's this Which is, is in a vacuum, and that's not how yeah. teams are built. So that's right. Exactly. Well, we don't know. I mean, it, it, you got to have the, the right. You have to have constructed the right team um, to make it all work. But that's you know that's it's just it's a I don't it's, it's a flaw I suppose about uh, value valuation. You just have to understand what it's about, and it's in, and then you keep it in context. Yeah, here's a wacky one. Uh, Luke Rayleigh's so far out earned Trey Turner by a buck. So in a vacuum, anyway. Um, he's got 15 homers, and I didn't realize Luke Rayleigh had nine. Steals. Yeah, wow. I do because I nine times on Twitter, Jason Collette's gone. Luke <laughs> Rayleigh just stole another base. Yeah, that's very surprising. Uh, Isak Paredes. Speaking of uh, Jason Collette, thirteen dollars. Uh, Anthony Santander, 12. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're making our way down this. Here's one I got wrong. TJ Friedel, 11. I, I didn't see it, but Friedel's been great. Ha Seung Kim got some mention because apparently baseball reference war is really high on him. He's had a nice year, but uh, B-War may need to uh, recheck their, their formula. And uh, Jamer Candelario is a $10 player. Ezekiel Duran's been pretty good, too, $10 player. Yeah, Ezekiel Duran. I think he's been losing out on some playing time recently, but he does have an eight eighty-two OPS for the season, twelve homers. So, I guess that just speaks to you know, all the options that the Rangers have offensively right now. Yeah. Well, great stuff, Todd. Thanks for bearing with me as we kind of just shot the shot the breeze here without two start pitchers. Anything else on your mind today that you want to mention? We know we can get by. We we know a little baseball. We don't have to talk about two-star pitchers no, but it's fun it's it's fun to have it be our little niche mm-hmm. so no um say hi to everybody in vegas for me one of these years i'll go back like to get back uh play a little euchre for me i miss i think i'll miss that the most once i discovered euchre they're playing euchre back to my college days didn't have the same level of alcohol back that i drank in the college days <laughs> but that was fun um so anyway so you know we'll, strong second half for those that do follow the two-star pitching, we will have a three and ten-day rankings out. I think late Wednesday and then updated Thursday night. Then we'll be back next on next Saturday for the standard. You know, for the following week, the two-star pitcher. But by popular demand, uh, we're doing we'll do the three and the ten-day rankings again this year. By the way, we've been getting some mention of Landon Knack in the chat, so I just wanted to mention that. I don't know if he's going to be starting at any point, but he is on the taxi squad. Um, I don't That's think the they Dodgers, right? Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, Michael Grove isn't a lock to start tomorrow, so maybe I need to change that in the grid. But either way, uh, we appreciate you all coming through. It definitely won't be Gavin Stone. Uh, he and Brandon fought two guys who really showing. Uh, how hard it is to to play at this level. But Todd, appreciate it, man. 
Hope to uh, we'll do this again next week, right? I'll be we'll, here. We'll have two star pitchers to grade again. So hope you'll <laughs> yeah. join us then. Yeah. Everybody enjoy the break. Take care of yourselves and be safe during the break. Talk to you next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.